0: Hey what's going on guys welcome back to Jeremy Scott Fitness podcast radio show coming to you on this Friday August the 13th 2021 hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time on today's episode we are going to talk about 38 years and 38 life lessons uh Real quick backstory over the last few years, uh, I've written a blog uh, on my birthday, which is actually August 14th, which is tomorrow. Um, I don't need birthday messages, so please, uh, you don't have to send them. Uh, this is probably going on for, I think I could go back to when I was th- maybe just before 30, so maybe the last eight to nine years. Uh, I put out this blog originally just to drop, you know some knowledge bombs, if you will, uh, that I could think help you guys live a healthier, happier, and most importantly, more meaningful life. And the only reason I started doing this is because I've made so many mistakes uh, in my life, and I have fucked up so many things and done so many things wrong. Uh, Luckily, I got to do a lot of them early on uh, in my life, and and I've learned from, from most of them. You know, I... I don't have to burn my hand on a stove more than once to know it's a stupid decision. Although there's still mistakes I make, and we're humans, and that's what we do. But this is what today's uh, podcast episode is going to be: me kind of rolling through all of these, and hopefully you guys get more than a couple, you know, quality takeaways you can throw into your life and just start kicking ass the rest of 2021. But before we get to the podcast, real quick, this episode is brought to you by my homies at Beam CBD. This is the sleep product I take every single night to go to sleep. The Dream product specifically. Uh, there's 20 milligrams of nano CBD in there. Melatonin, theanine. It's natural, not habit forming. It helps me fall asleep and stay asleep. I can always get you guys a discount. The code is Jeremy Scott. Anytime you go to the site beamtlc.com, gets you 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. Or if you want to try the dream product for free, you can hit us up. We'll send you a couple packs to your house, see if it helps you sleep, and then get hooked up with the discounts. My gift to you guys. I like it because it's not habit-forming. I don't wake up feeling groggy. I really don't have time for that. I have to get up and actually feel good. It does help me get to sleep and stay asleep and not you know, wake up four times during the night thinking about all the bullshit I got going on. So, again, the site, beamtlc.com. And if you want the dream product, you can hit me up for the discounts or put in the code Jeremy Scott and you guys are good to go. Also, the podcast is brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens. The one supplement I take every single day, I never miss. It's easy to travel with. It gets all my micronutrient needs in, all the things I miss from eating real food. I take a packet, rip it, throw in some water, shake it, and I'm good to go. For me, it's hard to eat that many servings of vegetables, especially raw, even if it's cooked. Uh, I, my body has a hard time digesting it, so this is how I'm covering the gaps. I still eat asparagus and Brussels sprouts and these things, but I can't eat enough to get all my daily vitamins and minerals that my body is you know, obviously starving for, so then I throw in Athletic Greens. Right now, the site, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott, we can get you guys a year's supply of free vitamin D, which you should already be taking, and five free travel packs with your first order. And If you're somebody who's new to the podcast, you've heard me talk about it 800 times, hit me up. If you're really on the fence, Monica will send you a pack to try, see what you think, and then get hooked up with all the free stuff. Again, it's really easy to do. It's the best tasting greens. Most of the other ones taste like complete uh, hot garbage, and nobody wants to be drinking that. You'll do it on the days you feel good, but the days you feel like shit, you want something that's easy to do to make your life easier, not something you're dreading doing. So athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott or hit us up. And we can get you guys a free sample or go to the site and get the year supply of free vitamin D and the five fruit packs on me. And last but not least, this episode is brought to you by my friends at JLab Pro. The site is jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com. These are the people we work with for our protein powders, for our protein shakes. We use these guys for our crow oil. We use them for turmeric and also the collagen complex. My wife throws it in her coffee every single day. I tend to mix mine with my athletic greens. It's easy to do, helps inflammation, obviously the protein, sweetened with stevia, easy on the stomach. Usually we have a variety of discount codes we can hook you guys up with. I believe right now they have a protein discount code and maybe one other one. So you can check out the site, it should be on there, or hit me up. and I'm happy to share with you guys and answer any questions you have on any of the products. We've known Jay for a long time, uh, over 10 years, and that's who I've you know, rocked with. He's one of the first people to put Stevia in protein powder, which is pretty badass. So the site, jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com or hit me up and I'm happy to answer all of your questions. And honestly, we have a free supplement guide for you guys if you're interested in it. Uh, I know I've talked about it before. A lot of you guys have taken advantage. It just kind of breaks down different supplements that I take, which we think are important. uh, And then hopefully answers any questions if you're on the fence about making a purchase or what's needed and not needed. I try to be as completely transparent as possible with you guys. There's a lot of bullshit out there, and so hopefully that helps answer your question. So hit us up. We'll send you the free supplement guide on us. Now, for today's episode, we are talking the 38 years and 38 life lessons. Man, it um, it goes quick, for sure. I'll say that. It, uh, it feels like time is moving even faster these days than it did... Uh, when I was a a younger man or even a kid, if you will, and maybe that's just because the world with technology and running businesses, and it just feels like you get so busy working in your life, you don't get a chance to step back and work on your life. At least I've felt that way, especially for probably the last 18 months with all the bullshit stuff we've had to deal with and I guess still kind of continue to deal with as it drags on here. And like every year, you know, 2021 didn't go 100% exactly to plan. And I guess that would be an understatement because 2020 was definitely what I would consider the definition of a dumpster fire. But last year, like this year, some of it went a little bit better. Some of it went a little bit worse. And I guess that's, you know, what life is about. Kind of, you know, looking at your problems head on and then just, kicking the shit out of them. And in turn, you become a better, more badass version of who you are. And it's never fun to go through that, the pain, the problems, the bullshit. But it's those moments that create growth. That's why I like to compare fitness, how it mirrors life. No one likes to do split squats unless you're a complete lunatic. No one likes to ride the assault bike or likes to push a heavy ass sled. But it's that challenge. It's the stimulus on the muscle. It's the burning. It's the feeling where you want to quit, but you keep going. That's what makes you stronger. It makes you look and move and feel the way that you want to. And I feel the same way about life. And it's hard to see the forest from the trees, especially when you're going through some shit. And Lord knows, I've been through, you know, my fair share of shit storms. And every single time when I come out on the other end, I'm like, you know what, I'm such a better person for it, even though while I was in it, you know, you're seconds away from basically wanting to just tap out and be like, fuck it, I've had enough, but you just keep going. And so, like I said, every year on August 13th, I kind of scroll through my life on social media and see all the places I've been and the cool things I've done and all the people I've met over the past 364 days. And it still amazes me, you know, even with all the shit all of us have had to deal with, I don't think I'm speaking. Crazy talk when I say 2020 sucks shit. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, even if you made money and you didn't get sick, it just wasn't fun. It wasn't what we're used to. It's not how we want to interact and live life. And even with that said, and even this past, you know, 364 days when we're still moving through, you know, some of the nonsense it feels like, it it really amazes me how, how badass my life really is. And blessed really doesn't even begin to do it justice. And even with all of the, you know, sadness and pain and heartache and things we all deal with, I'm thankful every day I, I get to wake up and, uh, and live this life. And even though I haven't been able to travel the way that I've wanted to in the last 18 months, although this last month, I've got to go some places and see some people, which was very important for uh, me. Uh, my mental health, emotional health, too, and for them. Uh, I spend a lot of my time pouring into people here and on the Internet and obviously all of you guys on the podcast. And it's nice to have it reciprocated on the back end with the people who are closest to you, like your day one friends in your close circle, which has been nice. And honestly, off topic, a lot of you have come here. Uh, Arizona's, you know, been a, a destination during this uh, season of life, if you will, and a lot of you have come in here off of Instagram and the podcast and Facebook and YouTube or wherever you follow us, and uh, it's been super cool, very humbling. Even this week, we had a group of uh, like five people in here from Nebraska, super fit kids, like, uh, and it's it's humbling. They're like, you know, we, we made it a point. We wanted to stop here and see you, which is fucking crazy that you'd want to come to a warehouse and, and see my big gorilla ass and and talk to me and hang out with me. So I do appreciate it. And it's nice to see. And it's moments like that where it kind of solidifies what you do. And I must be doing something right if you guys are listening and coming in here. So I do appreciate it. And uh, you're all part of this journey and part of this story without all of you guys listening and sharing and watching and, and buying our stuff like this wouldn't exist. I'm not going to get on here just to hear myself talk. I already know what I think. The I drive myself crazy every day. I don't need to see myself work out. It's because you guys watch the videos, you give the feedback, you buy the programs, you share them. It truly, um, I thank you uh, more than anything. And uh, if you want to do anything at all, and I'll mention this later uh, as a thank you to me, just share this podcast. Just share it with your friends, share with your fan members, put on your Instagram story, put on your Facebook, blast it out there. Drop us a five-star review. That would be more than enough of a birthday gift. And thank you. So I appreciate you guys again for listening. And so like every year, as I go through this, and I start thinking about all the mistakes that I've made. Uh, and there is a lot of them uh, over the course of my life here. And the lessons I've learned in the past, you know, 37 years or so, it uh, it makes me want to share them with all of you. And maybe just maybe it'll help you through some obstacles or some tough times, or just let you see the world through different eyes. Uh, My point of view, if you will. So we'll kick it off. Number one, I don't believe in luck. I believe in opportunity and how well you're prepared for those opportunities when they arise. Even people who play the lottery have to go buy a ticket. And it's true. You can sit around all day wishing for something to happen. But the reality is nothing will unless you work for it. I truly believe those people where, you know, timing works out, circumstance, luck, it tends to fall to those people who are prepared when the opportunity comes. And so take that as you kind of move through the rest of the year, even the people who play the lottery had to go buy a ticket, you can't just sit there and think nothing, excuse me, something's going to happen if you do nothing, you have to at least put some pieces in play to allow you to grow in your life and make progress in your life. Number two, Life's not fair. The sooner you realize it, the better. It's a tough pill to swallow, but it's true. Number three, always tell the truth. Even if it's not what people want to hear, they'll be way better off for it in the long run. And I think if you look at the last year or so, uh, if we just would have told the truth on a lot of things, I think life would be a lot easier. I'll leave it at that. But tell people the truth, even if it's tough. Uh, It's to their benefit. Even if it's an awkward conversation, it's going to do both of you a world of good if you can be that transparent. Number four, train as if the whole world is watching you and see if that doesn't help you kick ass in your next training session or train as if you're going to be shirtless on the internet in front of hundreds of thousands of people. That helps too. Uh, It's those little things. Anything you have to do to get yourself in a mental place to you know, work as hard as you possibly can, I think can help. I'm a big fan of these little external motivators. And I would tell myself that a lot, especially when I'm starting out in fitness and nobody gave a shit and listened and watched our stuff. And I would just do it anyway. And I would tell myself on the days when I'm tired or hangry, or I had 14 things go wrong, or maybe I just physically felt like shit. I'm like, you know what, dude, just train as if 10,000 fucking people are here watching right now. And we're live streaming it. How would your form be? How would your effort be? And I'll probably touch on this later on, but it's the things you do when no one's watching that makes the biggest difference. It's what we do in private that we get praised for in public. And you can take that with everything you do in life. What we do in private is what we get praised for in public. When no one else is around, when it's easy to throw in the towel and just quit, it's those moments. Do you do nothing or do you actually still put in the work? That's the game changer. Number five, don't focus on your problems. Focus on solutions to fix those problems. It'll save you precious time. Goes hand in hand with number six. Worrying is like a rocking chair, it gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. I stopped worrying about 99% of my problems years ago, and I'm a much happier person because of it. Now, that doesn't mean to say I don't worry about stuff and I don't still have problems, but I try to just chew on one problem at a time. When my wife asks me questions and there's things going on, And I got some shit to deal with. I'm just like, let me just get through today. Let me just deal with domino number one before I worry about domino number six. And most of the things we worry about really are not that important and they really don't matter. Oftentimes they're superficial things. And albeit they're still problems to you, more often than not they're luxury problems. And they're things that aren't going to matter in five weeks or five months or five years. So who gives a fuck about them today? Number seven. Don't wait for things to happen, because they never will. You need to get off your ass and go make them happen. Number eight, the best time to start changing your eating and training habits is right now. I mean that for everybody. I don't care where you're at. If you're 40 pounds overweight, you think you're not fit enough, you're going to wait till next month or the beginning of next year, that's all bullshit. The best time to start taking your health seriously is right fucking now. It's everything to me. This this career has saved my life uh, more ways than one. And I don't mean that in like some kind of far out uh, space, like insane term. I mean, literally, it saved my life. If I have not done this as a career path, I could almost bet you 99% I would be dead right now. I would not be here talking to you guys today. That's how much it's done for me, how much education I've got, how much I've learned. It's everything. You know, without your health, you really don't have anything in this life and you don't give a shit about anything and you'll spend so much time chasing the feeling of just feeling good. And so I'd urge you if you're not in a place where you want to be, whether it's your eating, your sleeping, you're drinking, if it's drugs, start making those habit changes now. Get help if you have to get help. Hire a coach, be surrounded by awesome people. But it is everything. That's why I speak about it so passionately and I take it so seriously, because it is literally giving me a life that I would never have without it. Number nine, never compare how you look to others. Never compare what you see in the magazines or on TV or in the gym. We are all dealt like a real different genetic card. And your own personal bests and ideals are going to differ widely. No matter what anybody tells you, that is the truth. You're gonna have friends who are naturally lean, friends who naturally build more muscle, friends who are tall, friends who are short, Friends who have 14 physical limitations, friends who have none, you can't compare. You just have to do the best you can do with the cards you're dealt. It's not the answer people want to hear, but it's the truth. And if you can do that, you'll be all right. Number 10, I read once, you're the average of the five people you associate with the most. I think back on my life and I look at my life now and I find this to be scary and ridiculously true. That's why I always tell you guys, if you can surround yourself with people who have the same ideals, beliefs, and goals you do, you're going to end up in a pretty good position. Number 11, you can't help people unless they're willing to help themselves. I have found that you can't want to reach someone else's goals more than they do. And in fitness, if you're a real coach and you're a real trainer, and you're still doing this after 10 years. I give you credit, man, that you're not jaded by the industry because the failure rate is crazy high. The quit rate is very high. And this goes for most industries, but fitness most definitely, because it's it's the toughest service to sell. You're selling people these workouts that are brutal and challenging and tough. And they gotta wake up early or stay up late or squeeze it into their day and they gotta eat right. And they got to take care of themselves. And you want so bad for them to just listen to your advice. But unless they're willing to put in the work, there's nothing you can do. I take credit for nobody's accomplishments here. I didn't do the work for them. I didn't eat for them. They did it. We might have given the tools. We met them at the right time in the right place. And we could guide them. But they had to want to do it. And it's frustrating for sure. But all you can do is present people and put them in the best position to be successful. But at the end of the day, they have to actually do the work. Because for us, we probably only see people between, you know, one to maybe three, four hours a week total. Even the diehard people I see here, I see them what? If they're here six or seven days a week, how many hours am I seeing them? Maybe four hours, five total? You know, even if they're here an hour a day seven total hours for the whole week. It's what they do when they're not here that's gonna make a huge difference as well. They have to take the skills we've taught them and apply them to their life. And that's the same thing if you have a husband or wife or uh, a kid who, who's not eating right and not you know, physically active or they're not studying or they're you know, out doing drugs and things that are detrimental to their health. They have to want to change. You can give them all the information. You give them all the coaching, all the love, all the support, but they have to want to do it. And, again, it's not an answer a lot of people want to hear, but it's the God's honest truth. Number 12, there's no magic pill. Hard work and clean eating is going to trump all. So buckle up for a tough ride and enjoy the journey to a better body and a better life if you're willing to do that. If you're not willing to exercise and eat right, you can't be helped. There's no shortcut to this. And even if there is, it's the results are, at best, you know, going to be with you for six months, maybe a year. But at the end of the day, you can't put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. You have to actually fix the source of the problem. And for most people, it's being active and eating right and really taking care of yourself internally. And then the byproduct is externally you can look and move and feel the way that you want to number 13 educating yourself is the best investment you can make i'll stand by that forever number 14 get out of your comfort zone doing something we are uncomfortable with is difficult at first and in certain cases it always might be however the best personal growth i've ever made physically socially emotionally is when I stepped way out of my comfort zone. Usually uh, was forced to, maybe not by choice, but it's changed me uh, to be this person today. If you guys really knew how uh, introverted and OCD I really am, and the fact that I can even show up here and operate sometimes is, is baffling, and Heather could tell you um, what it's like to live with a, a psychopath, serial killer like myself, But it's because I'm willing to do the things that are not comfortable, which has allowed me to get to this place. And you are all the same. If you look at your life and anything you're good at, there was some resistance. There was some pain in that process. You weren't comfortable doing it. But that changed you. It toughened you up. It hardened you. It built muscle. And I don't just mean like physical muscle, like stronger hamstrings and quads. I mean mental muscle, emotional muscle. And that was outside of what you normally would have done. There is no growth. In the comfort zone, ever. Number 15, instead of bitching about what you don't have, sit back and appreciate all the things you do have. Odds are it's much more than you think. And if you're somebody listening to this and you're lucky enough to be born in America, and I don't want to get a bunch of people messaging me talking shit, America's not perfect. I know that. But if you were born in America in this era and this time, you won the fucking lottery, man. Like, you're super lucky. The fact that you have the internet and technology and Netflix and you can buy $8 coffees and you can drive gas-powered cars and electric cars and you can get in an airplane and fly across the country in a couple hours, it's fucking amazing, man. If you have a house to live in, if you have electricity, you have running water, you have people in your life who love you, you physically can run, jump, and skip, and you're relatively pain-free, that's a pretty awesome life, dude regardless of if you, you can drive a Mercedes or live in a 6,000-square-foot house or if you have your quote-unquote dream job. or None of that stuff really matters. There's so many things to appreciate if you can just step away from the bullshit from a, a very basic human level, all the stuff that we didn't have 100 years ago, even in America, or you could be born somewhere where you're not free, somewhere where they don't have electricity and running water, and you won just appreciate it. Number 16, under promise and over deliver. Never make promises you can't keep. This goes for business and for life. Number 17, at least once a year, get wasted drunk with your best friends. Um, I didn't get a chance to do that uh, this year, the scale that we normally do, which in, in one hand, I'm not that sad about it because I don't like to wake up and feel like a bag of shit. But in another instance, I am sad about it. But I did get a chance to sit and uh, drink McGoldens with my best friend. And uh, at the restaurant we went to, they only had 16 ounces or 25 ounces. That's their two options. Welcome to the Midwest. So got to throw down a couple 25-ounce uh, McGoldens uh, at dinner with him. And that's about as close as I can get. The point is, is... I'm not telling you guys to go drink booze, especially if you can't handle it, because Lord knows years ago I couldn't, and now I'm in a a much stronger uh, mental space. The point of me saying that is you have to have escapism. You have to have times with your friends um, and family and those people that are closest to you and just not, you know, be there for them if you have serious shit going on, but sometimes it's nice to just get together and just talk shit and just talk about, you know, basketball or the NFL, or hip-hop, or MMA, or whatever your thing is, whatever you're into. I'm just saying things that we usually talk shit about on these group texts. It's fun, man. And at least once a year, if you guys can organize something to get together, please do it. We only have so many trips around the sun here. And uh, I'm lucky enough now where I actually have one of my college teammates just moved here to the Valley, which is super cool. I'm happy to get to see him now on a more regular basis. And my wife has one of her best friends. And he was in our wedding. And this girl was in our wedding too. that's moving here. And uh, it's nice to to have that in your life. And if there's people who aren't close to you geographically, take the time and plan those trips, because they're important, and they matter. And they're the ones that I remember the most, and they mean the most to me. And if that means I make $50,000 less a year, because I got to do more stuff with my friends, then that's fine. I can't take this fucking money with me anyway, but these memories and the experiences with them, those things mean everything to me. Number 18, set goals with deadlines on them. Accountability is a powerful tool if you use it correctly. And even if you set those goals and you fall short of the deadlines, you can look at it as a failure, but you're probably so much further along because you set those deadlines than if you wouldn't have had them at all. And to make public declarations and to say things out loud, even before they happen, there is some social pressure there that I am a fan of. If if that helps you, if that causes you anxiety and hurts you, then obviously don't do it. But I would say things sometimes. I'm going to do this, and maybe it would be just to my wife, and maybe just our close circle of friends and family. And I know a lot of people looked at me like I was a fucking crazy lunatic. And I did it when we paid off our house. I'm like, I'm going to pay this off in 24 months. Ended up doing it in 14 because I'm a serial killer. I get fixated on something and I go for it. But because I put a deadline on there, it held me accountable. Because I made a public declaration to the people closest to me, and not that I was you know, afraid to let them down because they didn't give a shit. It just held me to hold the line, especially when you want to get distracted by a different goal or other shiny objects. When you write something down and you hold yourself to it. And that's your word. And there's no stronger word than you have than the one that you promised to yourself. It's powerful. So if you guys have things you want to accomplish, but you haven't done it yet, set a goal with a deadline and hold yourself accountable, have a group or some friends help with the accountability piece. It can change everything. Number 19. This is for all my fitness people out there, especially the ones who are younger, And uh, maybe just getting in the game, or you've been in it for a while, or you're just uh, an enthusiast who tends to go crazy, and you do what you want. Again, this is my podcast. And these are my tips of life. And these are coming again, you guys, everything I'm saying here comes from dumb shit I've done comes from mistakes I've made. I don't want to say regrets, because it's not the right word. But if I could do things over I don't know if I would because it's led me to this point and I've learned from it, but I made a lot of mistakes repetitively. And so if I could just make it once or twice instead of 20 times, it would have been helpful. And that's what number 19 is. There's more to life than fitness. And there's more to life than fitness competitions and photo shoots and working out and Instagram likes and all the shit that surrounds that crap. Your life is about some kind of balance. And the better you can manage it, I think the happier and the more well-rounded you're going to be. Now, I don't mean like a 50-50. I don't have a percentage. If you want to only do fitness and you don't care about other relationships and friends and family or anything, and that's your one thing that makes you happy, then please do that. But coming from me, a guy whose business is called Jeremy Scott Fitness, because I'm an idiot. Um, And, you know, I have a building with my name on it, the t-shirts, the website, the podcast, Instagram, it's coming from me. It can't just be about this. It's important to me. My health matters. Fitness matters. It's changed my life. I love it. I appreciate it. But it isn't everything. It's not the only thing I am. It's not the only thing that matters to me. And the older you get, you really realize that it's a huge part of who I am. It's a huge part of my identity. But it's not the only thing about me. And it's not the only thing I value in this world. Number 20. If you care about people you love, tell them. And tell them often because they won't be around forever. I mean that, you guys. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is not going to see your grandma or your mom and dad or messaging a family member who matters to you or one of your best friends or the people who are closest to you. If you have people you care about in your life and you love them, you have to tell them and tell them often because they won't be here forever. And it's painful when you won't get the chance to do it again. Number 21. Odds are you're not going to regret the things you did do. Maybe some of the things you did do. I've done some stupid shit, but more likely the things that you didn't do, the chances you didn't take. And I think that holds true for most of us. You might have some moments where you look back and like, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But it's probably the things that you never did. The leap of faith you never took, the roll of the dice that you just didn't even throw. And I'm a huge fan of playing the game and I'm not afraid to fail. And I think you guys can take that with you in your daily life and you'll be okay. Because all that happens when you fail is you learn and you grow. But asking yourself, what if for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that's that's a haunting question. Number 22. Never compromise who you are, or who you really want to be. Never compromise who you are for what you want. Never compromise your character, especially for money, or for advancement, or to be fake famous on the internet, or to look fancy whatever the thing is you're driving for. Never compromise who you are because your character you guys is the most valuable trait you have. Your integrity is everything. Your word means everything. So hold on to it tightly and stand by it and be that person. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I could have made so much more money if I would have done so much shady bullshit. I could have sold so much nonsense and made my life so much easier early on, especially in my fitness career when these people are coming at you with sponsorship deals and different things where they're just not the best products. They're not the best services. They're not, you know, the best for the end consumer. And it would have been big paydays, but that'd be me compromising who I am. And I'm not trying to win for two years. I'm trying to win for, you know, until I'm dead, basically. And what I mean by winning is not just make money, but help people and have my word actually mean something because that's everything to me. I just try to to be as transparent. And I hold myself to the highest standard possible with everything I do. Number 23. My greatest successes so far in life have come after taking huge risks. The leaps of faith I just talked about diving into the unknown with, uh, you know, maybe 5050 chance at best of of failure. And it's been in those kind of sink or swim moments, you find out what kind of person you really are. And you win some and you lose some. But regardless, you learn either way. And I've made a lot of mistakes, uh, personally and professionally, took a lot of chances on projects and things where We built them, spent a lot of money, a lot of time, and just complete, complete flops. But you learn from it, and you become better. And if you never take a chance, sure, you you never fail, you never lose, but you also never win. You never grow, you never change. I am a fan of people who play the game. Even if you lose, 9 out of 10 times, if you're playing the game, you're at least going to win once. It's the person who sits in the sidelines and just talks shit. They're not even in the arena. They don't even matter. So take the chances, is what I'm saying to you. Number 24. It's never too late to start anything. I don't care if you guys are 19 or 97 years old. You have the rest of your life to pursue your dreams and passions. Almost anything is possible if you want it bad enough and you're willing to work your ass off for it. I believe that. Is everything possible? No. You wanna be the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings? Probably not gonna happen. You know, you wanna be in the Olympics and you know beat Usain's bolt in the hundred meter sprint? Probably not gonna happen. But short of those ridiculous examples, there's a lot of things that are possible for you, but you have to believe it first. And you have to be able to actually have this insane belief in yourself and a ridiculous insane work ethic to match it if you want it to even be remotely possible to happen. Nobody I know who's happy and successful and revered and looked up to is someone who just coasts through life. We don't recognize those people. We don't look up to them. They don't motivate us. They don't inspire us. It's the people who are willing to do the things other people aren't. That's what we see. That's why when you watch people like, wow, that dude works his ass off. He's a dog. Like those are the people I admire the most. Not They don't necessarily have to be the most quote-unquote, financially successful. They don't have to be the, quote-unquote, the most famous. It's the ones that are willing to work and squeeze out every ounce of their potential, and then some who make it. I think that's badass. And again, doesn't matter how old you are. You have the rest of your life to chase anything you want to get. Number 25, don't live your life in the rear view. You can't change what happened last week, last month, or last year. So get over it and move forward. Otherwise, you're going to miss what's happening right now. A lot of people guilty of that. So please, you guys, there's a lot, there's a lot better things ahead for you than anything you left behind. And I mean that sincerely. Number 26, cardio sucks. You guys know it. So do I. Let's not pretend like it's amazing. Number 27. If you're lucky enough to find a beautiful woman, uh, or man, whatever you're into, who can deal with you and all your issues, Hold on to that person. Appreciate them and tell them you love them daily. So, Heather, I love you. Thank you. I would not be doing this without you. Um, The fact that you put up with me is insane. And uh, I tell you every day, but I'm telling you here in case you do listen to this podcast. Uh, And all of you guys do the same. Husbands, wives, whatever. Stop right now. Pause this. Text them. Send a message to whoever it may be, especially if they're your ride or die. They're Batman, Robin, your Jordan, Scotty. They're the person that's in that foxhole with you. Let them know that. We tend to take the people who are closest to us for granted so often because they're always there. They're always accessible. They're always around. And we don't tell them enough sometimes. And my wife, one of her love languages is actually words of affirmation. So for her to hear that, it means a lot. And you might be with somebody who is very similar. And even if you're not, just appreciate them and tell them because odds are you wouldn't be here without them. And they wouldn't be who they are without you. You're a unit. You're a team. And tell them that. Because it's easy to take people for granted in your life. Parents too. um, A lot of people do that. And so if there's someone close to you, just let them know you do appreciate them and how lucky you are that they're in your life. Number 28. Treat people exactly how you'd want to be treated every single day of your life. If more of us did this the world would be a much, much better place. Number 29, enjoy your health and understand it is the most precious gift you'll ever be given. And that's why I do this and take it so serious. Your health is everything. It truly is. And so do everything in your power to look and move and feel the way that you want to every single day. Number 30, see your life for what it is. Not worse than it is, but instead see it for exactly what it is. Have some perspective here. If you can do that, which many people cannot, I'm going to ask you to take it a step further and see your life better than it is for a second. It's the mindset, right? Like it's this vision And this belief in yourself. It's this internal demand that you put on yourself that nobody else can. That's going to allow you to create this life that you really want to live. And help you to start building a life of your own. You know? And like really living a life. And not just kind of going through the motions. Like you're building something here. And everybody I know who tends to be happy. It's because they feel like they've taken control of their life and they're driving it in a direction they want it to go. And a lot of people can't do that. They either are holding on to shit that's dragging them down or they look at everything as like a problem and they bitch and they whine and complain. But if you can see your life for what it is and then envision a life that you truly want, I mean, visualize it every single day when you wake up, appreciate where you are presently and then you can forecast it in your brain. We call it, you know, being mindful of what's going on around you. And then you start to create this world that you really want to live in. And I say that because and I wrote this when I was that when I was 30, specifically, I remember that. Because we get so caught up in everything. And all of a sudden, you find yourself doing things or in a path where maybe it's not ideal for you. And I said to myself, if I'm going to be truly happy, and for me, that means being truly successful is just being internally happy. I need to start building a life that's going to allow me to be successful and help other people and not drag me down and make this feel like a job in the process. And so if you guys see this entire world I've created here, it's allowed me to do this. I knew a lot about myself at a younger age where I'm like, I'm not going to be successful in these systems. I'm not great at a lot of things. I'm not great Um, having people tell me what to do 24-7, 365. And in order for me to be able to do this the way that I needed to do it, I had to create a world where I was in control of a lot of the things. But I had to see that, you know, when I was a young kid, broke with no money and no clients and just, you know, praying shit would would work out. But I had this belief, this mindset and this vision of my life. And honestly, sitting in a lobby of our old gym talking about goals, I never could have envisioned this. It's turned out even better than I thought it would. It's been way more fucking work than I thought it would. Way more pain, way more heartache, way more losses, way more bullshit. But it's turned out way better than I ever thought it could be. And that's because I've built the life and I wasn't just going through the motions living one. Number 31. How you spend your time is more important than the money you have in the bank. How you spend your time Is more important than the money you have in the bank. I understand you have to have money. We live in a financial world. You can't be. You know, you can't pay for shit on on wishes and good thoughts. You actually have to have real dollars. I understand that. But how you are spending your time. Is more important than just money. Because at some point. What are you going to do with the money right. Like what is it really. I would urge you guys to spend your time. Doing more shit that you love. With people you enjoy. And. Do things you're passionate about each and every day. And hear me when I say this, it's never too late to start really loving and living your life on your own terms. Think about it. What's more important to you? How you spend your time or how you spend your money every single day? Time is everything. Your health and time, they go hand in hand. And I know a lot of people get fixated on these external goals, and that's fine. I'm not knocking you. If you want to be rich as fuck, that's super cool. If you need $40 million or $400 million or $4 billion, respect, that's cool. As long as you're happy doing it, and as long as you're spending that time doing something you're passionate about, you're not just trading time for money. You're not going to a job you fucking hate or don't really like or just tolerate just to buy stuff. I don't think that's going to lead to this internal happiness and fulfillment. I could be wrong, but that doesn't motivate me. That's not why I do this every single day. I try to create a business where I get to work with people that I like and are cool and have been pretty successful at doing that. And to me, that's everything. And I hope you can find something similar in your own life. Number 32, have sincere gratitude every day you wake up. Take at least a few minutes every day. To be mindful of your blessings and understand, most of the world would love to have your luxury problems, especially if you're in America, especially if you live in Scottsdale, where I live, where it's like it's it's unbelievable here. Like the things you see and what it is, it's a far cry from where I grew up and how things were. And the things people complain about here, yes, there are problems to them, and yes, I know they matter, and don't mean to downplay them, but they are fucking bullshit problems and they are luxury problems at best. The reality is about two-thirds of the world lives on around $2 a day. Might be a little bit more, but that's right around the right number. Understand that two-thirds of the world lives on about $2 a day. And millions of people, and I mean this, you guys, would drink your toilet water because it's cleaner than their current option. Understand that you have so much more than so many others. You have to find gratitude for that. And you have to practice gratitude for that. And if you can do that consistently day after day, you'll watch your life change. You really will. And we can all get caught up in the bullshit of wanting more and more and more and more. It's, you know, the American way, if you will. We need a three-car garage. We all got to have SUVs. We got to have a boat. We got to have these things. I got to have an 8,000 square foot house. I'm not knocking that. That's fine. As long as you're super fucking grateful for it, understand that those are luxuries that most people do not have. There are other countries where these people are starving. They don't have access to food and education and the internet and clean water like you do. Yet we live in a place where we can water golf courses nonstop to keep them super green just so we can go out and do golf as a luxury. The fact that you guys listen to me and you have the internet and you can do fitness as a luxury, there are so many people who never get the chance to do that in 2021. It doesn't seem like it's real, but it is. So when you start to get caught up in the bullshit and the comparison game with the Joneses and wanting stuff and letting that infiltrate your life and ruin your perspective and point of view, just step back for a second and understand you have so much more than so many others. You really do, whether you realize it or not. Number 33, don't rush the seasons. In life, we get anxious, especially now with social media and technology. Uh, we're in this microwave culture where, you know, everybody wants results in two minutes. You know, we want uh, microwave results in a crockpot world. But this shit takes time, man, especially real stuff, things that matter. You can't rush the seasons because we get so anxious, so impatient, and We're constantly just chasing the future and we're wrapped up in it. We are missing the present. We become so focused on the season ahead, we miss the season we're in. With friends, with family, with kids, with career, we're all guilty of it too. And take it from me, you cannot rush the seasons of life. You just have to take the seasons as they come. And you have to enjoy them while they're here. And be ready when the next season comes, if that's your time to shine. And some seasons suck shit, dude. 2020, if you will. Um, You know, that's your rainy, winter, storm, bullshit season. You had a kind of weather. There's nothing we could do to speed through it or rush through it. You just had to make the best of it when it was there. Same thing for a lot of you guys, if it's your physical body. You can't rush the season you're in. You know, it's going to take time to lose fat. It's gonna take time to build muscle. It's gonna take time to change your habits, rituals, and routines. It really is. If you're in a career, you can't start off and think, well, I'm starting now, but in three years, I'm gonna go from making thirty grand a year to three hundred thousand dollars a year, and I'm gonna be the best person in the company. Can that happen? Sure. Statistically speaking, it's not really likely. It takes longer to master a craft. It takes longer to learn all the things you have to learn and mature and become person you need to be when the opportunities do arise and a lot of people get real impatient and they quit because they're not seeing results you know things aren't happening fast enough and that's why i was would tell you when you're going through these seasons of life make sure what you do most days are things you enjoy now you're always gonna have to do shit you don't want to do that's called being an adult you're always gonna have to wake up and deal with bullshit and there's always gonna be things you're gonna do that are uncomfortable But for the vast majority of your days, you're doing things you enjoy to get you where you want to go. And that's what it's all about is the journey is the game. You're enjoying playing the game, and then you end up winning at the end when they tally up the scores. But you can't rush that process. I couldn't have done this podcast like this 15 years ago. I was a fucking idiot. I'm still a moron gorilla in a warehouse who runs around, but I'm a little bit smarter because of all the stupid shit I've done and I've learned from it. I had to go through those seasons to become this person. It's the way I think of dating, right? Like when you look at it, that's why, again, this is my two cents. If you're with somebody and you're a 22 year old guy or girl and you wanna get married, my two cents is just wait, take your time. Um, If you guys feel it, go crazy. But I would say to you, there's a lot of growing pains that are gonna come for you guys as individuals and as a couple. And just take them as they come because people change and they shift and some people grow and progress and some people don't and they regress and they turn into this person that you don't even recognize anymore. And that's why I say that is you have to go through these phases of life to become this person. I obviously dated girls, you know, my entire life until I met my wife and I fucked up all those relationships in one way or another. Now, I didn't try to be an asshole, and I didn't try to do things wrong, but you're a young dude, your hormones are crazy, you just do stupid shit, and you say stupid things, and emotionally as a male, you were so fucking immature, even now in your 30s or 40s or 50s probably, but especially when you're like in your teens and 20s, you're you you're a complete idiot, you know, and your dick's running the show, so it's like it's the most insane thing ever to think you can make a rational decision. The point I'm driving at is, I wouldn't be this person for my wife if I would not have met all the people before her. If I didn't have all the failed relationships, and if I couldn't take bits and pieces of things I did right and things I did wrong to learn from as I move forward. And I look at that like anything else in life. In your career, in your relationships, in your education, in your fitness, there are certain seasons that are seasons for learning, there's seasons for winning, there's seasons for losing, there's seasons for growth, there's seasons that you're going to fight, there's seasons that you're going to just crush it. And you have to be okay with that as you move forward. Number 34. We're all very similar from the richest to the poorest, from the people who are struggling to the people who tend to be the happiest and the most successful. And what I can tell you is the older I get What I've realized is none of us really has life figured out. There isn't one magic day you wake up and suddenly like, oh, now I get it. All of us, including myself, deep down inside, we're just kids playing adult, man. Like I feel I'm just a 17-year-old, you know, really. Uh, That's kind of how I always picture myself in my brain. Like the kid like going into like a senior year of high school the first day rocking Jordan some jeans and a hoodie when I was supposed to wear a button-up polo tucked in. Sorry, buddy, not happening. But I feel like that's that's who I am. And, you know, I'm more mature now, a little bit. Um, A lot more life experience, you know, more miles on my body and everything else. But I don't have it figured out, man. You know, I I really just feel like I'm a 17-year-old kid playing adult. Because what you have to realize is, especially, and I'm not telling anybody how to talk to their kids or do anything like that. But to expect your kids to have their life figured out when you as the adult don't have your life figured out, is pretty fucking hypocritical, right? Like, cause learning and growth and failure and winning is a lifelong process. You know, you're going to fail. You're going to learn. You're going to improve. You're going to grow. You're going to be sad. You're going to win. So, If you're somebody listening to this right now, you could be 46, 62, or 21 years old. If you feel like right now you're lost, you're unsure, you're scared, um, or you just don't know what you should be doing with your life, which everybody says, trust me, you're not alone, dude. Every single one of us feels it now and then. That's what makes us real, and that's what makes us human. I'm pretty deep into this, the fitness game here. Uh, I've been doing this a long time. I put a lot of, I put my life into it. I've given up a lot. And, uh, even I wake up some days and I'm like, what am I, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I think it is. Uh, like some days I have no doubt I wake up and I'm like, you know what, dude, you're an apple tree. You're supposed to just make apples. And I'm just like, I'm in it and there's nothing can phase me. And then there's days I wake up and I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing with my time? Is this is this the best use of my skills? Is this what's making me happy? Am I really helping anybody? Does anybody really give a shit about what I'm saying and what we're doing here? I have those questions. My wife has those questions. Friends of ours have those questions the people that are real, because the reality is none of us knows anything. We're just fumble fucking everything as we go just trying to do the best we can with the information we have every single day. So if you got a bunch of friends who are like, oh, this is exactly it, I never question myself, they're full of shit, dude, they're crazy. So listen to me, I'll say it one more time so you guys can really drill this home, because this is important. If you feel like you're unsure and you're scared or you're nervous or you're anxious about what you should be doing with your life, listen to me, we all feel that a time or two here or there. I don't feel that every day, but it creeps into me every now and then. And if I feel it, it's natural. And then I know other people are feeling, especially people who don't love the shit they do as much as I do. It's natural. It's human. It's okay. I think you'll feel that your whole life. And so if you can let that go, you'll stop asking yourself that insane question because none of us knows what the hell we're doing. We're all just kids playing adult. Number 35. Enjoy the present. And every single day as a massive gift. That it really is. Don't always fix it in the future. And please don't live in the past. We must enjoy today, like right now, even the tough days, which is is hard to do. Um, I, be honest with you guys, I'm not going to go into detail. That's some shitty ass days in 2021, like some real shitty days where I just didn't want to be doing life the way that it's been going. And 2020 was like the ultimate kick in the nuts. So there's that. But I try to enjoy pieces of that because the journey is life. The journey is the game. It's the smiles and the cries. It's the wins. It's the losses. It's the ups, the downs, the peaks, the valleys. It's fucking everything. Our life is not just weekends. Our life is not just vacations. It's not just parties. It's not just special events. Sure, that makes up maybe you know, 10% of your life, 20% if you're, you don't got to work super hard and your parents give you a bunch of money or you got lucky with something. But most of us, that's maybe 10% of our life because we got jobs and responsibilities and we got shit to do. So for us, the ones who weren't born rich, um, or in a place of, you know, amazing privilege, and we have to work and, you know, fight and scrap and claw for all the shit we have, the bulk of our existence is the other stuff. The 80 to 90% is our normal kind of Monday through Friday routine. Now, obviously, mine is a seven day, but you guys get where I'm going with this. So work a job you love, or do something you at least like or are good at, or at least don't fucking hate, man. And spend time with people you enjoy make sure you're doing shit you love every fucking day and start focusing more on enjoying and loving the 80 to 90% of your life. The things like a random Wednesday night, like with your wife or a Thursday afternoon with your kids, or, you know, just a fun thing you plan for your husband. Those are the moments that matter, because that's a bulk of our life. You have to stop working for the weekend and start loving every day, even the weekdays. Yes, even Monday. And if you can do that, it'll change your life for the better. Because there's not a lot of things worse to me than waking up, you know, hating Monday dreading one seventh of your life, wishing away one seventh of your life. You don't have that many days in this earth to wish away. And I know what it's like, dude. That's why I created this ecosystem so I could be successful because I used to just fucking hate Mondays. Again, I mentioned earlier, I went home for the 4th of July, um, saw my dad who I hadn't seen in two years, saw my best friend who I hadn't seen in two years. And him and I needed to chat, You know, probably that day more than ever. And as him and I are talking, I'm just talking about like the Sunday sickness, which I used to call it. And actually, the funny thing is when I moved out here to Arizona, one of my other close friends uh, made me a CD. That's the old name, you guys. CDs. They're the they're circle of things you put in your car CD player and it play music. You young kids probably don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but he made me a CD and it was called uh, Stomach Pain Medicine for the Sunday sickness because him and I shared the same thing. I had it in school my whole life. I fucking hated Sundays. Uh, I didn't mind the morning so much. NFL football would come on. Love the Vikings. Uh, but I started to feel like uneasy maybe around like 2 o'clock as it got closer to Monday. And I never really knew what that was. I, I didn't really grasp it as a young kid. And then as I got older, I would have it in college for certain things. And when I had one like real career and corporate job, I would have it. And I'm like, this is anxiety. This is me fucking dreading going to do something. And I didn't want to live my life that way. I always thought, and I said this a lot of times, you know what? I'll go to college. um, I'll graduate. I'll get a job, even if I don't love it. And if I can make decent money, it'll be okay because I'll have the weekends to do like fun stuff and hang out with friends and spend money. I just had a real different vision of what my life was going to be. And then I started working. And it was okay for a little bit. But after a while, you just become disenchanted. And I start questioning myself. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, I kind of enjoy Friday night. I enjoyed the hell out of Saturday for sure. And then half a Sunday started to suck. And I'm like, I'm only enjoying when I'm working out. And the times I get to hang out with my friends and people I like and that was not very much in my life, and I found myself just like empty and sad and having this anxiety and shit feeling. That's why I preach on it so much. And I don't think everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur and everybody's not meant to be their own boss. But there's so much you can do with technology to buy yourself freedom and do things that you actually enjoy and you're good at and you can learn so many skills. And so I'd urge you guys right now, if you find yourself dreading so many days of the week, if you're dreading your life, if you're dreading what you're doing, it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't if you can focus on and I'm not saying quit your job, I don't know your financial situation with your kids and your payments and, and what it looks like, but start taking the steps to do things that are going to make the other 80 to 90% of your life better. And so you're not just working and living for the weekends, because I don't think that's a real fulfilling way to live life. So if you can change it, which I believe almost all of you can, I would urge you to take the first step in doing that today. Number 36. Do things for yourself that you in 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years from now are going to thank you for. This applies to everything in your life. You have to do things in the moment you enjoy. That's important. You have to love the journey and the process. We've talked about that extensively. But you got to do stuff that your future self is going to thank you for. This goes with paying off debt, if you can, investing into retirement savings, making foam rolling and mobility a daily practice, even when you're not sore, you know, preventative, you know, corrective exercise, getting ahead of things, doing things before there's a problem. I do think we do medicine wrong in this country in a lot of ways. We don't go to the doctor until we're sick. We don't do a lot of maintenance work, but I believe you should be doing that. And so if you can start that now, you in five years is going to thank you for that. Other things you can start doing that your future self is going to thank you for, changing your eating habits, changing your drinking habits, your sleeping habits, so you can live the healthiest, happiest life possible today, but also decades from today. That's the key. It's going to benefit you now, but it's going to benefit you in the future. And your future self is going to be like, thanks for not being an asshole and treating this place like it was a dumpster because we're still living in it. And so I'm glad it's still rolling and moving the right way. And the basic phrase, if you'll make the sacrifices now that most people won't, later on, you're going to be able to live a life that these folks will never be able to live. If you live like no one else, later you can live like no one else. I'll repeat that. Uh, Jerry Rice has said similar things. Uh, Dave Ramsey said similar things. If you can live your life like no one else. Later, you can live like no one else because you're willing to do things today people won't do. It's delayed gratification. It's not always sexy. It's not always fun. But the reason I'm talking to you today and you can hear me is because of the stuff I did 5, 10, 15 years ago. The reason that I'm financially independent today is because of the things I did 5, 10, 15 years ago. Timing matters. There's maybe some luck involved with certain things. But if you don't put yourself in a position to be successful or be ready, when those opportunities come, there is no luck for you. And I'm a big fan of living in the moment, but also understand God willing, you're going to live a long, healthy, awesome life if you take care of yourself. And so you don't want to get to be 10 years from now be like, man, you know, I should have started eating right back then. I should have invested in my 401k. Then I should have maybe paid off some of the debts then. This is your time to do it. If you're willing to live today like no one else, later on you can live like no one else. I pride myself on doing that personally, and it's paid huge dividends for me. Not in terms of just you know money and independence and, and freedom and shit like that, but happiness. Happiness is the game for me. Number 37. This one goes perfect for last year. I still remember when I wrote it. It's okay not to be okay. And that's it. Goes true today too. I know a lot of you still with the pandemic shit. Your industry is is not normal. It's still impacted. The world is still weird. There's a lot of bullshit going around. A lot of fear mongering and different things. And it's just a weird space. And I, this is a off topic completely. Social media is a terrible place um, to communicate with humans. You can't see all the idiosyncrasies that go on, you can't see facial expressions, you can't hear tone, you can't hear love, you can't hear compassion, you can misconstrue things, you can read things wrong. It just isn't the best way to communicate. And we've been forced to do it. Um, in a lot of ways, people get in arguments, they're triggered quickly, you know, they default to fear or anger. And if that's you just don't be a shithead. Like if you're not okay, that's okay but it doesn't give you the right to be a fuck face to other people. So just try to be a good person if you can. But on the same note, like it, it's okay to be sad too. Like not every day, I don't think you should be depressed and if you obviously you, you know, find a professional if you, if you need it. But it's okay to not be okay, man. And it's okay to be sad, dude, and it is okay to have bad days. I've been there this year for sure and I've been there in 2020 more than, than probably anyone We'll ever know, um, other than maybe Heather. And uh, the key is, I didn't just sit in a corner and cry about it. they are rough days, um, and they're not fun to deal with. But it's the shitty days that affirm how powerful, like the human spirit, really is. And when it comes to you know, kind of that fight or flight for most of us, you have a choice to fight and kind of rise up through the shit in your own way. Or we can, you know, fly away and hide in self pity. And I found that the more you're willing to fight, the stronger you're willing to become. At least that's been my personal experience the last probably 18 months or so. And we've all had a lot of shit thrown our way. And uh, I've said this before in another podcast, I'll say it again, all the stuff we've been through, all the shit that you know, has been dealt your way or or thrown on top of you, it didn't kill you. It didn't bury you. It simply planted you to grow into a stronger, more resilient, badass version of who you are today. Because you're still here listening. You're still here standing. You're still here making progress. Just, you know, trugging through the shit one step at a time. And when I think of that, like going through rough patches of life and going through... You know, whether it be physical things, um, health, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, it's not always going to be, you know, a downhill coast on your bike to just blast through it. Sometimes it's going to be your Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption and you're crawling through 500 yards of sewage and shit to get to freedom. And you don't got a choice. You're either going to die in this, you know, pipe of sewagey shit. Or you going to get to the other end, 500 yards away, and you're going to army crawl through waste and shit and things that nobody would ever go through to be free. And obviously, if you guys have seen Shawshank Redemption, which if you haven't, you have a terrible life and you need to see it. That should be tip number one. It'll make your life way better. But he obviously escapes from prison, but he has to army crawl through 500 yards of shit to get there. And I've seen that movie a thousand times in my top ten movies of all time, which I've shared on Instagram for you guys that's how I feel some days when i have some you know debilitating or some some real hard stuff to deal with and things that aren't going to go away in a day and uh we all want you know someone to wave a magic wand over us to, to fix everything and that would be awesome but that also isn't reality and so you have a choice you can rise up and army crawl through five football fields of shit to get through or You can sit there and die and just rot and be sitting there in self-pity every single day. The choice is going to be yours. But I found the more you're willing to fight, the more you're willing to tread water and not drown, the stronger you're going to become and the better human you'll be on the other end. So when the next time some other stuff comes your way and there's always more stuff, you'll be more than prepared for it. Which leads me to number 38. Nothing is really ours in this life. Your house, your car, your clothes, your jewelry, all the material possessions, even if you own them, like, let's say, you know, I own my house outright paid for it in full years ago. I don't know anybody if I sell it for 20 bucks, they're going to give me 20 bucks, I don't got to pay the bank. I don't make payments, I just live there. That's not really mine, right? Like, it, it's mine in the sense of like, I own it, but it's only mine for the moment. Because when I die, someone else is going to live there. When I die, someone else will drive my car. Well, maybe not my car because I'll probably be dead. But you get, what, you, get where, you get where I'm going with this. My legacy on this earth is, is not going to be remembered or defined by material possessions. Things I bought and stuff I acquired. These things, they don't drive me. They don't motivate me, and they don't really give me any real purpose or fulfillment. Now again, I'm not against stuff. I think I live in a nice house, and I drive a car, and it works, and eventually I probably live in a different house that's nicer than that one, and I'll probably drive a car that's nicer than this one, but that doesn't motivate me to do this every day, and it doesn't give me any sense of pride or purpose or fulfillment. It just doesn't mean anything to me. I didn't build the house. I didn't build the car. I just bought it. And I'm not judging anybody who takes pride in those things because you should take pride in your home if that's your thing. It's just not my thing. And the way I think about it and feel about it, all we really own in this life are like these experiences. It's these moments in time. Like this is our time in history right now to to create all the memories to create all the experiences for people and ourselves and to help others and to give back and do it with people we enjoy who actually need the help and people who fill our cup and cups we can fill of others. You know, I've been given a lot of, like, natural gifts, and I'm aware of that. And I've also worked my fucking ass off to acquire other skills. And I feel it would be sad and it'd be tragic if i wasted those gifts just just trying to acquire things and status and fame and money and stuff just to boost my own ego and if that's all i was doing and that's what i was driven by and i didn't use these gifts and skills to make the world a better place i think it'd be a pretty empty existence when i get to the end of my life so i really try to just stay the same kid who started this business when I had no money and no resources, and nobody knew me and gave a shit about anything we were doing. I really just continue to try to be motivated by helping people and using the gifts I do have as best I can to make the world a better place than it was when I got here, and that'd be my takeaway for this year so if you're you're out there and you're thinking about your life and like what really matters, I'm not saying the stuff you have doesn't matter. But that's not how I'm gonna remember any of you listening, especially those of you I know personally. The the clients who come in here, friends of mine, family of mine, the kind of car they drive or the brands of clothes they wear or the homes they live in, they don't matter to me. If they're happy, I'm happy for them. Like if they got a, you know, ten thousand square foot house with a lazy river in the backyard, you wanna invite me over, cool, we'll have some beers, we'll get in the pool, it'll be fun. But I also don't give a shit if you have none of those things and you live in an apartment. If you're a good person and I have fun hanging out with you and talking to you and we provide value for each other, that's what matters. Your legacy to me is going to be the way that you made me feel and the memories and experiences we had, not the fucking stuff you got, not how much money you make, not the car you drive. That's my takeaway for this year of my life. And I just, the older I get, the more I feel that. And I think a lot of us do when we have kind of this you know, awakening of what really matters and what's important to us in life. Because many times we get so caught up in our own little world, we forget about what is really important and what matters most. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, you got to enjoy the journey because that's, that's all there is, man. That's what it's all about. You're never done. It's never finished. You never have it figured out. The journey is everything. The laughs, the cries, the accomplishments, the failures and everything in between. The good, the bad, you know, the shit and the sunshine. It's all part of it. And that's all I want to leave you guys with today. Uh, I share this once a year. Uh, You can probably go back and listen to 37 and 36. They're similar. Obviously, I might have different mini stories off of them. But it's all the same stuff. And these are all things you guys have probably heard me say before, and they're all things you you maybe know deep down, or maybe you think I'm a fucking lunatic. Who knows? But all of these have come from mistakes I've made and, and things I have lived through, observed, and seen over the course of my life, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, and then obviously mindfully trying to be a better person as I have become older. So I hope you got some value from it. And again, I thank all of you guys who listen and watch and read and support the things that I put out here at Jeremy Scott Hopefully, a few of these inspire you or at least make you view things a little bit differently from a broader scope and really appreciate all the things and gifts that you do have. And again, like I said before, if you truly want to give me a birthday gift, just simply share this podcast um, or share the blog post. It's going to come out in an email probably Friday, probably tomorrow. Um, Actually, no. Probably, yeah, today. I'll, I'll put it today, even though my birthday is um, Saturday. That works. But just share it um, with a friend, family member, anybody who doesn't mind swearing and hearing a knucklehead. Share some tips on life from all the stupid shit he's done and hopefully become a better person because of it. And uh, you never know when you share things like this uh, how much of a difference it can make in somebody's day or somebody's life. And it might be something that they've been waiting for. And the cascade effect you can have by sharing things that enrich other people's lives goes far beyond your scope can ever imagine. And that's what I'd say to all of you guys out there before I go, who are creators, who are people who want to be connectors, Um, whether you're a coach, teacher, parent, whatever it is, and you think nobody's listening and nobody's watching, way more people are watching you than you realize. And it's oftentimes when you think nobody's watching that more people are. That goes for your social media accounts, too, and all the things you're out there sharing. Oh, only 400 people see it. It's way more than that. And even if it was only 400 people, in what other era and time of life could you have spread a positive message to 400 people? Couldn't have done it 20 years ago. You couldn't have done this 100 years ago. So you have power to make the world an even more badass, positive, amazing place. And I do think there's way more of us out there than the negative minority. The problem is, is those assholes are just way louder. And uh, they tend to stick out in the crowd. But you can drown those people out by just being overly, you know, optimistic and positive with the things you say and share. And I'm not saying, you know, blow rainbow smoke up people's ass. That's not what this is. But you can share wins. And you can share positive things. And that's what I tried to do here. Um, in the most real way possible. So I'm not, you know, fluffing you guys up to make it seem like every day is, you know, a casino night here and I'm, I'm winning every single hand I'm playing and I never lose. No, I take a lot of losses and I got a lot of shitty days. But even with those shitty days sprinkled in overall, we can all make a positive difference if we choose to be the bright light, even amongst the dark shit that's out there. So Hopefully that helps some of you guys. I uh, appreciate you as always. Again, if you're on iTunes, scroll down, drop it a five star, leave a couple comments. I truly would appreciate it. Again, I appreciate you guys more than you know. I wouldn't do this if you didn't listen and watch and be so interactive with all the things that we have uh, going on here. I'll pop back on next week. Uh, more than likely, I'm going to get Heather back on the podcast. It's been a while for her. She's been busy traveling. I was traveling. We're traveling this weekend, but we will circle back and, uh, and connect with with you guys on some fun stuff so again if you guys want to check out the beam cbd hit me up Uh, athletic greens hit me up or any of my j lab pro supplements or if you want the free supplement guide i can throw it out there and you guys can rock and roll so have an awesome rest of your week weekend and i'll talk with all of you soon until next time eat well train hard be nice to people and please you guys Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.